Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show that equips you to get organized and boldly pursue your wildest dreams. Around here, we believe it is totally possible to pursue our goals without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, or sacrificing our mental health and relationships. I'm your host, Jess Massey. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad. Welcome to episode 15 of the podcast. We are going to keep trucking right along with our productivity series. This week, I am sharing five things that you can do on Sunday to prepare yourself for a productive week. Planning things in advance might seem a little bit daunting at first, but once you start, it will eventually become a habit. And let me just tell you, there really is freedom and ease that comes along with things flowing smoothly because of just a little bit of prep work. If you've ever struggled with the Sunday scaries, aka getting really anxious about the week ahead on Sunday evenings, then I really encourage you to consider implementing some of these things. Kicking off your week with a healthy headspace and a plan that prompts true productivity is just an all-around win. And let me just say, emphasis on the word true productivity, because there is a difference between being a busybody and being truly productive. And a little side note too, if Monday isn't the start of your work week, then just fill in the blank with whatever day is. So let's say you have Monday and Tuesday off and you work Wednesday through Sunday. You can do these things on Mondays to set yourself up for a productive week. So I hope that kind of makes sense. I like to do the first four of these things early on Sunday afternoon, like right when I get home from church, so that I'm not scurrying around at 10 p.m. trying to cram everything in. Then I have time to enjoy number five, too, which you'll hear at the end, and it'll make a lot more sense. But let's go ahead and hit them. Five things you can do on Sundays to set yourself up for a productive week. Number one is compare schedules with your loved ones so you can have a master overview. This can be as intense or as casual as you'd like it to be, but make it a point to touch base with people that you live with and compare schedules with them for the coming week. This will help make sure that everybody's on the same page and it will keep things from falling through the cracks or someone being double booked. I know we've all been there before where you have a plan to grab dinner with your girlfriend only to come home from work to find out that you're expected to be at dinner with your in-laws in 45 minutes with a side dish ready to go. My husband and I keep our weekly meeting super casual. Sunday nights, we just do a quick verbal check-in and we ask the other one what they have going on that week. That way we can both make notes on our calendars or mental notes if you're like my husband and you don't have a calendar, which is kind of ironic considering the line of work I'm in, but another story for another day. But anyway, we do this so that nothing catches us off guard during the week. If you have a big family or you live with a lot of roommates, I would even consider having a home-based schedule of some sort, whether it's like a giant wall calendar or a shared Google Cal, just somewhere that everything can live and that everyone has access to. Honestly, I do this just for my husband and I, and it's so helpful to see everything on one master calendar. Tip number two is figure out your food situation. 
I like to do this after creating our weekly master schedule in case we have dinners planned with family or friends because there's no need to use brain power to plan a meal for a night that you're already like going out to eat. You know what I mean? So like it just saves you a little bit of brain space. So at this point in my life, figuring out my food situation is making sure that our fridge and our pantry are stocked with healthy food to nourish our bodies. My husband and I do the majority of our grocery shopping online, which has been a game changer, girl. Like, let me tell you, because it saves us so much time. And I'm even convinced that it saves us money because I'm not walking up and down the grocery store impulsively chucking things into our cart. As Amazon Prime members, we use the Prime Now app, it's a little orange app, to get free two-hour grocery delivery from Whole Foods. So little pro tip in case you didn't know, but Prime members get free Whole Foods delivery if your city is participating. So look into that because it is a game changer. You do have to tip the delivery person, but to me, totally worth it. So my husband does meal prep his lunches to take to work, but since I work from home, I just go into the kitchen every day and make a salad for lunch pretty much every single afternoon. For dinner, as long as we have a stocked fridge, we usually just decide each night what we're in the mood for. If you have a family or a lot of evening commitments, I think meal planning and prepping would be wise. When I was in grad school, I meal prepped my lunches and I pre-planned all of our dinners because I didn't have have as much wiggle room in my schedule at that point in my life. So figure out what your needs are and do what you need to do to meet them and have your food situation figured out ahead of time. Tip number three that you can do on a Sunday to help you have a productive week is clean your space. Y'all, I'm telling you, your physical environment has such a deep effect on your mental environment. When my space is cluttered, like my physical space, my mind feels cluttered. And when my mind feels cluttered, I cannot focus on what I really need to be focusing on. Personally, I spend 30 minutes each day tidying up our house so that on Sunday, when it's time for my weekly deep clean, it only takes me like an hour to get the whole house in tip-top shape. Usually, while I'm working on the inside of the house, my husband takes care of cleaning up the outside of the house. So I really like doing this on Sundays because let's say on like Tuesday, somebody just pops in randomly. Like maybe your neighbor comes over to drop something off or, you know, a girlfriend pops in to have a glass of wine. You're not rushing around to try to like make your house look presentable because you're keeping it presentable. So it's like a win-win. You're going to be more productive because you're not worrying about how messy your house is and then you're also going to be prepared if somebody just pops in. So some more going along with tidying up your space is cleaning up your office or workspace and making it somewhere that you look forward to spending time. So imagine how you feel when you walk in from work on a Monday and your house is pure chaos. Dirty dishes are overflowing from the sink. Last night's socks are on the coffee table. Papers are scattered all over the countertop. This would stress me the heck out and automatically send me into panic mode when I got home from work. Now imagine walking into a tidy space after a busy day at work on a Monday. You can grab a glass of water, get your diffuser going, and enjoy sitting down on your cozy couch for a moment to let your mind unwind from the busy day at work. Then you're ready to get up and tackle your home tasks that need to be done. Maybe that's working on your side hustle or getting in an at-home workout. Your surroundings are calm, so your mind is calm. 
clearly the more appealing option here is number two, and that's totally possible if you just make it a priority to tidy up your space on Sundays. Hey, really quick, before we finish up this episode, I wanted to ask you for a favor. Can you please head on over to iTunes and rate and review the podcast? My team and I put so much work into creating it for y'all every single week, and it would mean the world to us to get your feedback. Oh, and guess what? Once a month, I choose a reviewer to send just a little thank you to. It could be a free coaching call with me, a tea from the merch shop, or a digital planner. So press pause, go leave us a raving review, and then imagine me hugging you right through your phone screen. All right, let's get back into the show. Tip number four for a productive week is bust out your planner and make note of any important dates and deadlines that week. This includes birthdays, anniversaries, field trips, all of that kind of stuff. Not only do I want you to make a note of them, but make a note of anything that you need to do to prep for them. This is a big reason why I like to do these tasks at the beginning of the day on Sunday because it gives me time to run any errands that I need to without feeling rushed or stressed out about stores being closed by the time I figure out that I need to go out and grab something. I always feel more at ease about the upcoming week when I have a general idea of what is coming up and what is expected of me. I feel like this kind of allows you to run your schedule instead of your schedule running you. And finally, tip number five that you can do on a Sunday to set yourself up for a productive week is get your mind right and do something that you enjoy doing. So this is kind of a two for one. So like I mentioned earlier, I like to take care of tips one through four early in the day so that I can spend the latter half of Sunday filling up my cup. My husband and I like to do something active like go on a bike ride or on a long walk with the pups every Sunday. I know that for me, fresh air is good for my soul. So I make an effort to experience it every Sunday because I know it'll help get me in a good headspace for the coming week. I also take a few minutes to go back and read over my journal entries from the week on Sundays. This is something that I've just started doing, and it's seriously been so, so amazing. I like to reread my daily gratitude list and any I am statements that I wrote down throughout the week. It's so cool to just look back because so easily we go through week to week, and then you think like, what even happened last week? But when you take just a few minutes on Sunday to grab your journal, and girl, if you're not journaling, you need to go listen to the episode on gratitude journaling because it changed my life. Sounds dramatic, but it is quite true. But anyways, it's just really cool to actually use your journal in that way. So you're not just writing it and then closing it every day. You're actually going back and using it as a tool to reflect. I also like to go over the top with my nighttime routine on Sundays. I make tea. I diffuse sleepy time oils. Shout out to lavender and cedarwood. They are my go-to for sleeping. Sometimes I'll run a bath or maybe I'll grab my favorite fiction book while I'm cuddled up on the couch with my husband and our pups. Well, actually, they're not on the couch with us. They're on the floor. They're not allowed on the couch, but you know what I mean. I make my Sunday night routine an experience that I truly look forward to. 
Doing all of these things might sound like a lot, but I'm telling you, you're going to save so much time and energy throughout the week by doing this kind of stuff on Sundays. Make these tasks fun. Get your family involved. Make a playlist to listen to while you clean and meal prep. Diffuse your favorite oils while you sit at your desk and look over your planner. If you make these things something to dread, they're going to be something that you dread. But if you go at them with an excited and grateful heart, then you'll probably get them done quicker and honestly done better. So let's recap the five things that you can do on a Sunday to help you have a more productive week. Number one was compare schedules with your loved ones so that you can have a master overview. Number two, figure out your food situation. Number three, clean your space. Number four, bust out your planner and make note of any important dates and deadlines that week. And number five, get your mind right and do something that you enjoy doing. All right, babes, that's what I've got for you today. If you want to continue this conversation, I go live in the Hustle Sanely Squad Facebook group every Tuesday around 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to chat with y'all about each week's episode, to unpack anything, to answer any questions that you have. I like to call them little mini trainings. It's just another way that I like to serve you. And don't worry, if you miss the live, I save them in the Facebook group so you can watch the replay at your leisure anytime during the week. All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. I so appreciate you tuning into today's show. I hope it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story. Tag me at JessMMassey so I can see it and even share it on my story. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, make sure to visit JessicaMassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week, friend. Until then, keep hustling sanely.